Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown. Good morning. It is Monday morning. I am so happy to be with everybody this morning. It is a little rainy here in New York, but I hope where you are it is sunny and bright. I hope that's that's how we're going to start our week this week. Just want to say hey to everybody. I have CQ sending me text messages. Uh, it's 903. Hurry up, lady. <laughs> I'm hurrying. I have to honestly say, I couldn't log in this morning. I don't know if it's uh, something going on in the uh, atmosphere, the weather. I look, I, I have no idea. But uh, I, I just, it was just a weird morning to try to get the show started. <laughs> so, girl, I got you. I, I'm so happy. We have um, a wonderful guest joining us today. Her name is Bren Herrera, and she is a celebrity chef. And she's an artist, and she has amazing recipes for Latin fusion food. And so I'm really excited to have her joining us um, today on the Cy Brown Morning Show. We have so much to talk about, so much to get to, and uh, let's get the show started. Young people going to stand up real quick. Come on. Come on. Yeah, we gotta stand. Yo, everybody, come get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Get your bounce on. Don't be cute with it. You gotta get. Come on. Fifth one. Fourth one. Yeah. 
Monday. It's going to be a brighter day, and that's exactly what we're hoping for this week. It's your girl, Cy Brown, checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show. We have an amazing guest today. We've got Bren Herrera, who is a celebrity chef, philanthropist, and I want to hear all about her flamboyant eats. We've got, oh, I was looking at her website. You have to follow her on Twitter, too. She's got a lot of stuff going on. We're just going to pull her right into the show. Bren, are you with us? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, good morning. How are good morning. you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Are you kidding? Listen, anything for Dee Dee and Celeste, that's, that's it. <laughs> anything know, for Dee Dee and Celeste. They're so sweet. Dee Dee was like, do you want to go on talk radio? I was like, sure. And then I went and saw your profile. I was like, this is awesome. Absolutely. So I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, I'm so happy to, and I'm I'm such a foodie. I am such a foodie. I'm I'm going through um like food withdrawal. Right, I had broccoli for dinner. I really wanted to eat a whole pizza. You know, I have two teenage sons, so I've used the excuse. Oh, I have to cook for the boys, and and I just had steamed broccoli for dinner, and I was like, I really have to watch it. So when I really started reading your bio and started following your tweets on Twitter, I was like, oh, I need her for the show. I need help. <laughs> 
how did how I mean, there's so much for us to talk about. How did you get into being a personal chef? I mean, that's that's amazing. Well, you know, it's interesting because this was not the intended path whatsoever. I um, <laughs> it's one of those things where you'll see on E Hollywood Story one day, right? That's what I tell my friends. But it just really was somebody planted a little seed in my heart, and um, I went for it. I've actually been cooking my entire life, and being Latina. Wow. Um, it's something that in our culture is very predominant. It's something that just happens all the time. Everything happens in the kitchen is what something in uh, one of the lines in my bio says. Um, <laughs> everything from storytelling to fighting to to uh, crying to hugging to dancing to playing dominoes. So just being in that environment my whole life, um, I was just always around food, and we're encouraged to eat. Um, so anytime that you walk in my house, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what your nationality is, no matter what your weight is, you will be asked to eat in my house. Um, I'm coming not, over, girl. Oh, let me tell you, honey, if you don't eat, if you reject my mom's food, she kind of looks at you cockeyed and something is wrong with you. So you're definitely encouraged to eat. So just being around in that environment my whole life and being around food, being around really, really good food, um, it was just kind of natural. It was second nature to me. But it was not intended to happen that way. I'm a trained musician, and um, I'm passionate about music, and I sing and all those other things. But I think ultimately what happened was friends just kept asking me for recipes. And I, wow. I love to entertain. I would have friends over for dinner, and everybody would walk away with, B, what was that recipe? Or can you email me that recipe? And it just started becoming – it just kind of started snowballing. Right. And I uh, – decided to go out on a limb and on God's faith and, and decided to try this out. And it has been an absolute blessing in disguise. I would have, you couldn't have paid me a million dollars to be cooking for people. You just, you know, just, you couldn't have done it. You know, it's so funny. I met a woman the other day and she's a Latina woman as well. And she is an account executive for an advertising agency, but we met because she was part of the entertainment, like the salsa entertainment for this fundraiser. And I said, but how did you, she's like, Saida, just in our culture, dancing and music and food and entertainment, that's just part of who we are. Because I was trying to figure out the connection between you and entertainment and you in, um, with food. And now I understand, just even after speaking with you for a few moments, that's all part of what makes you who you are, right? Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Just yesterday evening, I had a uh, personal client, a private mm -hmm. client, my first male client, um, <laughs> and it was really wonderful. He wanted to learn how to make carne asada, which is a top-round roast, and it's a pretty tedious, uh, labor-intensive uh, dish to make, mm -hmm. and he was like, I drove an hour away to his house, and it was fabulous. It was only supposed to be a two-hour lesson, mm -hmm. but... I was in my element. I had a beautiful platform, a beautiful stage, which was his kitchen. He uh -huh. had an awesome Viking eight-burner uh, stove, Ooh. and I went to town. So <laughs> a two-hour lesson ended up being more like five. Wow. And at the end of the lesson, he was like, oh, my gosh, I totally – I got more than what I bargained for. And it was just because it became more than a lesson. I started talking about my background and, you know, some history on Cuba and history on, on food and what really got me into cooking and – the things that my mother taught me and my late grandmother taught me and instilled in me. So it's just, yeah, like you said, it's all about entertaining and, and having yeah. my, my customer walk away with something more than just really good food. 
I just I want to ask just you know to switch gears a little bit just even in your in your whole space um of entertainment and music I saw that you have worked with some of the most amazing people in entertainment I Chrisette Michelle Anthony Hamilton like how does how does that weave into what you do on a day-to-day basis um, that actually came about with my writing. I, I, I love writing, and I, when I went to college, I studied um, English and politics, and so I, I was just very much into writing and debating, mm-hmm. and I really was supposed to go to law school, but that's a little secret. Um, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, but I just have this, I, have a, I, have a, I think I have a, a gift for writing, and so when I came to Atlanta, I was singing, I was touring overseas, and I just started connecting with all these great industry execs and PR and ARs and just started interviewing them, really. So I kind of go out there now on my own and um, request to interview these artists. And I've met okay. them and I've been backstage with them. And hopefully this year will be a year of being able to musically collaborate with them. Up to now, it's just been a lot of meeting them in person and, and interviewing them and talking with them and getting to know what they're doing and kind of learning from them. Um, as an indie artist myself, I've, they, mm-hmm. they offer a lot of great information and and the journey that they're taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully this year will be a year of turning that leaf and actually collaborating with them. I just interviewed Raheem Devon, and that was it, it was really he's a amazing. Great story he's amazing, love he's him, really and I've actually known Raheem for about eight years because we're wow. both from DC. So it was just really interesting how we reconnected here in Atlanta. So. Um, Everybody's in Atlanta. I miss Atlanta. I lived lived there for like four years and came back to New York. And I'm such a hater because the lion's share, I would say the bulk of my listeners are in Atlanta. Didi, who does PR for the show, um, my engineer, DeWant, they're like the whole team. Everybody's here, right? They're all in Atlanta. Hey, well, we can switch. We can make an arrangement. I would love to go to New York. Let me tell you. Well, let me. T- New York is really, really expensive. <laughs> so I, I, I let me, care. Yeah, that's one, yeah, that's one of the things that I've, I've that's kept me here. I'm like, hmm, I don't know that I can yeah. afford my lifestyle in New York. Yeah, New York is is its own little uh is its own little monster. So uh, trust me, if I had an opportunity, I'd come back to the ATL just for the sake of seeing everybody. And plus, that'll give me an opportunity to meet you in person. <laughs> hey, and I and I can cook for you. I can teach you some things in the kitchen, honey. Girl, now I have to go home and tell my husband I'm making a sneak trip to Atlanta this weekend just to go get some hey. food. <laughs> I know, Didi and I are trying to get together this week to uh, to do some cooking. Instead of going out to eat, we were like, oh, let's just come over to my place and I'll make some lunch. So I think that's great. You don't have to tell me twice. I want to talk a little bit about your blog, Flamboyant Eats. That blog is, um, listen, everybody, Celeste, I know she always she's going to put it in the chat room if she hasn't done it already. It's F-L-A-N, or is it Flan? Am I saying it correctly? Well, it's, I guess for purposes of... Flamboyant, it would be flamboyant, but the word is flan. So okay, I like to say flamboyant eats, but flamboyant. you know the word is is it's a word play on the word flamboyant. So well, I have I have a I am a consummate New Yorker, and I have such a New York accent. <laughs> we we change the way we say everything. <laughs> no, it's really okay. I know that people say flan flan. It's whatever, as long as you understand what I'm what I'm the point that I'm trying to uh, make is expressed, and it's okay. Okay, good. Celeste just put a CQ, just put in the chat room, oh, you'll come to Atlanta for food? Yes, girl, I will. <laughs> Have yes, backpack, will we'll travel. 
tell me about your blog. Talk to me a little bit about your like what inspired you to um, start the blog because it's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I have to give my my web developer um, a round of applause because he just he's so patient in, in maintaining my website with all the interactive things going on with it. It's a good, it's a nice uh, one, everybody. Thank you, I really appreciate it. It's um, it started January first, two thousand eight. After on December twenty sixth, two thousand and seven, I got a phone call from. I was in D.C. for Christmas, and somebody called and said, "Do you want to cook on Good Day Atlanta?" And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah sure. <laughs> and But I had no Internet presence. And so I literally I had 24 hours to come up with a name. I was what? around my family. And I'm like, I need a name now. I need to buy a domain, and I need to put this <laughs> website up. And so I called my web developer, and we came up with a name, or my graphic designer, I came up with a name. And uh, we threw it up, and within 48 hours, I had like 200 uh, registrations. There was nothing on there the day that I cooked wow. on Good Day Atlanta. And since then, it's just really blown up. Like, I'm, it's just me. Brent Herrera is just me. I, have, I don't have staff. I don't have uh, marketing dollars. And so my website speaks for itself. And so I get 100% of my clients, believe it or not, Cy, through Flamboyant Eats. And then, of course, wow. once that's for you, word of mouth. But um, I really use it as my platform to talk about Good food, sexy food, um, my traveling, because I travel a whole lot covering music, uh-huh. covering food, uh, ventures, um, culinary, and media trips. So I use the website as uh, my voice, really. If you don't know me and if you don't get to travel, I use that as an opportunity to expose those kinds of things to my mm-hmm. readers. Um, and so, of course, you know, the recipes are downloadable. and Some recipes I don't publish on there because I'm publishing them in my cookbook that's Mm-hmm. hopefully, prayerfully being sold this year to a publishing company. Um, but, yeah, I just like it to be fun. I switch up the design every six months, you know, for the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put videos on there, cooking demos or my live cooking with uh, Fox or CBS or whomever I'm uh, fortunate to be on. But I just I'd like for people to come and feel at home. I want people to come to my website and feel excited about cooking and not just download the recipe. I want you to spend some time on the website and, and read stories about my cooking in France or my staging with the chef of the century in New York yeah. not long ago, stuff like that. So I like it to be interactive. I, I absolutely well. love it. I, 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 I love your site. I love, I love, you know, just all of the – there's so much stuff on it, and you're absolutely beautiful, I have to say. You are. Oh, you're you so have kind. such a pretty so spirit. <laughs> No, really, like you know, like your energy and and just it it really is um it really is evident through your work, and anybody that um goes to the site can see that we're we're running out of time, but I want you to share with everybody a little bit about stir it twenty eight because we want to get some donations on your blog. Talk to us a little bit about that. We're down to about two oh, minutes left in the show. Thank you for asking about that. Uh, stir it yeah. twenty eight was something that I came up with with another blogger based out of L A. Crystal. And we just felt this need to raise money and bring awareness as a foodie and as somebody in the culinary community to bring awareness to Haiti. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm from Cuba, right next door to Haiti, and I'm very passionate about hunger in general. So when the the earthquake hit, we decided that we needed to do something ASAP. So in three weeks, Cy, we said we have to do this day of solidarity where we raise money. So on February 21st, uh, New York, L.A., Chicago, and Atlanta, uh, the four different cities with respective hosts. I was the host in Atlanta. We mm-hmm. did a three-hour cocktail party, and we Ooh. just celebrated. We had a combination of 20 to 25 chefs, 
food bloggers, foodies, home cooks come out and donate their time and their amazing food. Um, and each city, obviously, having a different culture, had different parties. Yep. We rocked the house in Atlanta. We did a live band for an hour oh, and a half. Nice. Um, we had amazing raffles by celebrity chefs that donated books. Uh, we had uh, Mana Luce Winery donated a whole bunch of wine. So there was complimentary wine, uh, the raffles, all this amazing food. And they were only the tickets were only 30 bucks in advance and 40 at the door. So to date, we've raised $5,000. Beautiful. Um, I, thank you, thank you. I've personally extended it through the end of March, so I'd like to be able to raise at least another $2,000. And the wonderful thing is that 100% of the proceeds are going to share our strengths, which is based in D.C., and their mission is to end childhood hunger. And they're actually working with the Obama administration right now to obliterate childhood hunger in America by 2015. Oh, Yale Haiti will also benefit from from our efforts. So I encourage anybody and everybody a dollar, five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you have. And I know that a lot of people have already donated millions of dollars to other organizations. But this was just something that was grassroots. We put together in three weeks, and I'm very, very proud of the fact that in such a short amount of time. And it all, it all happened on Twitter and Facebook, believe it or not. Um, well. Social media, social media definitely works. And I just want to say I'm so happy that you joined us. Everybody, you are listening to Ms. Bren Herrera, celebrity chef, artist. Bren, give everybody your website. Flanboyanteats.com. Uh, that's F-L-A-N-B-O-Y-A-N-T-E-A-T-S.com. And check me out. And check me out on Twitter, like Sai said, at uh, the at Bren Herrera. That's H E R R. E-R-A. Buen provecho is what we say. Bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brent, I'm so happy you joined us today. Oh, what a wonderful. Just check out her blog and everything, everyone. Remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Don't forget to join me June 11th. I'm hosting Faith and Family Night at Madison Square Garden. Yes, I will be on the floor at MSG to support the National Women's Cancer Alliance. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow at 9. Peace.